Hey, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast and probably one of the most important pre-rolls I've ever done so far. Mark your calendars. 14th of April, we are going to host the second edition of the Future Fuel Lab, where we talk about nothing but the future of airline fuel, aircraft fueling and related things. This time with an amazing lineup. We have um, some experts from Cathay Pacific. We have experts from Shell. Um, we have known presentations, so it will be remarkable. Mark your calendars, 14th of April. If you want to re register already, head over to LinkedIn. That's the easiest way to register. Um, just search for Future Fuel Lab and you will find our uh, event site where you can directly um, register and make sure you don't miss that remarkable event. See you on the 14th of April. And now let's get into the podcast. everybody to the first episode of our news web show Refuel where we want to give you the insights you need about airline fuel management. So today is the first episode so we have to first of all introduce ourselves. So I'm Robin, I'm your newest host and to my uh, over here we have Ben, you know him from uh, the ID1 audio experience. Say hello to the, hey to the audience. Good to be here. Thanks ben. for having me. Thanks. Uh, I hope it's not the it's not just the first and not the last time uh, you're well, here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's hope for the best. So um, probably you're gonna ask yourself. So what is this all about? So what are you gonna talk about? So as I already said, it's about airline fuel management. So you're gonna think about okay, it's a niche topic in a niche. So what are those two guys gonna talk about for I don't know how many episodes? So um, the thing is, we put a lot of thought into that topic in the last couple of weeks and we believe that it still today has a lot of potential to improve. So um, that's exactly why we want to give you all the insights we have currently about the topic and get into, into a conversation with you basically about um, how you currently approach airline fuel management, uh, what do you see though, where, where the problems are and how, well, what are your ideas on how to improve that in the future? So, um, those are the reasons um, we want to uh, basically do from now on a bi weekly uh, web show on YouTube where we talk about um, the most important uh, topics we come up over the weeks um, about airline fuel management. So, for today, um, as we said, it's the first episode, so it has to be some kind of introduction to the topic and uh, what, what our main ideas are basically and what we're gonna, uh, what this part, web show is gonna uh, revolve around. Um, so I think let's just get straight into it and uh, let's just hope for the best and <laughs> uh, see if we can deliver some insights to you already. So um, from now on, first episode, introduction, what the hell is all this about? So, Ben, I'm gonna ask you now. So, the airline, airline fuel management process, or let's call it, make it a little bit more specific, let's niche again, um, the operational 
fuel management process mm -hmm. of an airline. Mm -hmm. How does it look today? So I think the word that describes this area best is manual. Okay. I've, I've seen many airlines, I've talked to, to many guys, to pilots, to fuel departments, operational departments, but still the answers you get is they're doing this whole process manual. So you're really, it's literally the pilot is sitting in the cockpit and screaming or shouting down the, the fuel they, they require for the flight. They uh, receive a um, paper-based receipt from the fuel provider, so everything is, is manual. And for me this, it was quite shocking, surprising yeah. to see because you know, you think the, the aviation industry is a super digital forerunner industry, whatever you want to call it, but this process is still um, from the last century, absolutely. And it's, it's really yeah. shocking. It's shocking. And the, the thing is, you know that better than I do, the turnaround process of an airline is so super important. Everything has to be efficient, mm -hmm. super fast, because as long as the aircraft is on ground, the airline doesn't earn a yeah, we all know that. Yes. So and, and they are still relying on processes that are manual, that are inefficient in this particular field. So it was, as I said, shocking, surprising, but that's the way it is today. Yeah. Okay. So 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 basically, you say that airlines spent millions and millions to improve operational processes, but still they talk to the the, the person that fuels the plane. Right. And they get a paper receipt and everything, and exactly. that's completely and, and manual. The pilot has to take that paper receipt, take them with them on the flight, and hand it over back to the to the back office once the flight is complete. And so they have to type it into some kind of system. Exactly, exactly. And okay. you know how many mistakes are, are happening there, right? Of course, it's paper, and somebody has written down something. Six or nine. Yeah, eight, 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 eight. Nobody knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what we are today. That's in many at cases. Least in many cases, in I'm many, not saying that every airline yeah. is doing that that way. There are some um, examples of airlines who are doing it differently already today, yeah. but the huge, huge portion of airlines are doing exactly that way. Okay, okay. So basically, you're, you're saying that there is a huge opportunity to to centralize, to digitalize, and standardize that pro that process. Definitely, definitely, definitely right. But, but certainly, I think the the problem is. Or the question is, why didn't airlines do that, or have they started to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem is that it's a very, it's a complex topic, mm -hmm. and airlines are flying, of course, to many airports, and they would have to do that at every airport. They okay. have different fuel suppliers, um, and different interplane agents, and so on and so on. So it would be a quite a complex project to coordinate, discuss with every fuel supplier. Maybe that's the reason why they haven't started. Yeah, so basically, it's e that, that, that paper process works with everyone. It works, right. Yeah. So, but Everybody's used to it. It doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> okay, so, so you're saying that when, when, when we, uh, an airline flies to different airports around the world, uh, so they fly to one airport, they have a, a contracted uh, fuel of fueler over there, another one over there, and another one in Australia, South Africa. I yep, everywhere. yep, yep. Every single one of those fuelers might have a different, yeah, well, no, they don't have an IT system that they have to connect to, nothing, it's just paper-based. Yeah. Some of them have own IT systems, yeah. but most of it is paper-based. Yeah. Most of them is paper-based, so, okay. So, basically it's all about centralizing that communication between the, the, the two parties, digitalizing, offering them some kind of let's say, communicative, communicative platform in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. But I think it's not, it's not the, 
yeah, it's the two parties, but the, the, the one party actually are, contains a lot of different um, stakeholders, different... You mean the fingers? Exactly. Yes. So you have a lot of different stakeholders mm -hmm. at, at each airport, actually. Yeah. You could even have uh, different fuelers at one airport, one yeah. to three different airports. Okay. Uh, fuelers, sorry. <laughs> That's the way. Okay. So, um, but as you said, this... Let's, let's imagine, you know, we, in, in, in the days we're living in right now, and I'm not talking about COVID at the moment, I mean the, <laughs> I mean the digital age. So, first of all, we, this, this communicative hub has to be some kind of digital solution. So imagine we have different airlines around the world and this hub is present at all the, all the different network airports mm -hmm. flying to. Um, and then you, you have that as a middleman for communication between the airlines and the yeah. airplane agents. Yeah. So no, no paper, paper reaching yeah. science signatures needed anymore. The airline, the, the pilot sends it to that digital hub and that gets dis distributed to the, to the fueler. Yep. And right. no contact, no nothing, no manual typing required anymore because it's finally in some kind of IT system. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I think that, that is probably the, the most, most essential aspect and there are solutions out there mm -hmm. who are doing exactly that, that yeah. aspect or mm -hmm. um, supporting in, in that aspect. Um, connecting the interplane agent on the one side from different airports yeah. and the airline on the other side. And then this platform or this hub is taking care for all the communication um, in going between, back and forth between. In between. Okay. Right. So okay. sending fuel orders, getting a, a um, mm -hmm. um, acknowledgement for the fuel order, um, sending milestones so the, um, the fuel is on their way, um, arrived at the airport, yeah. started fueling, fueling okay. ads, providing a digital receipt yeah. So the pilot has no longer to take a paper-based and hand it over yeah. to the, to the back officer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about digitizing this whole process. And yes, there are solutions that support exactly that, that uh, use case. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, but, but, but it also would give you, because it, it finally, for the first time, it gives you that, that database of fueling data. That right. is completely, it is, you know, it, it's not, it, it doesn't require any manual input anymore. It's it's all digitalized, so you could probably even um, look at that data, look at the data you have, and analyze them, do some business intelligence with that, um, improve your process, and based on those insights you get from yeah, the data yeah, you have, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it definitely offers also um, other opportunities. So when you when you talk to airline, this whole ground handling process very often is a, is a blind spot for them. Yeah. They, they, they do not know the details, what is happening. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for them to, to analyze. This not only um, accounts for the fueling process, also for the catering mm -hmm. and, and yeah. loading, whatever yeah. it is. But at least you could solve the fueling aspect with this kind of data because you have the, uh, the milestones and everything mm -hmm. and could do a very proper analysis. So what is going wrong during the yeah. fueling process? What is going good? Mm -hmm. um, are there anything that um, impact your your, your on-time performance? Whatever it might be, whatever uh, it might be, yeah. But it, at least it gives you the the fundament or the foundation for doing such kind of analysis. Yeah. So, so for the first time ever, you could say that your whole fuel pro fueling process, no matter which airport you're flying to, exactly. for the first time is centralized. Exactly. The process is the same everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. you can basically now use the insights you get from the database, or any other insights you right. get to streamline your process, to improve it, 
cost cuttings. Exactly, which is super important right now. We all know that. Uh, we, we all know that in those times we're in right now. Now I'm talking about COVID. Um, <laughs> the airlines have to save the money uh, no matter where. Um, as you know, the, the turnaround process should work like a well-oiled machine. Right. And airlines have put millions into that to, 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 to improve every single little step. They're yep. cutting seconds out of that to yep. uh, cut down delays to save money. To, to save money overall. Um, so with that idea we just talked about, a centralized communication hub to finally being able to, 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 to have just one process around fueling and every single airport you're flying to would finally enable you to um, really put, put that last puzzle piece into that and, you know, and, and have that one the, the opportunity to save to, to cut yeah. time, cut costs, even in the fueling process. Exactly, and I, and I think a, a, a problem that existed that when, when airlines look at, at, at fuel or the fueling process or the, the, the cost of fueling, um, they, they very much focus on the fuel price or what do they have to spend for the fuel. Um, with, with such a platform, you won't save a lot of you won't reduce the fuel consumption. That is not not, uh, not the deal. Yeah. But um, there are quite a considerable amount of, of delays that are related to the fueling process. Mm -hmm. And it depends on the airport, depends on the on the airline. But we can talk about at least two to three to five percent of the delays which are related to fuel mm -hmm. to the fuel process. So with, with having such a platform, with streamlining the process, you can get rid of those delays. Yeah. And every delay minute costs you X Y Z dollars. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have a, a financial reduction, but not directly related not, to the fuel cost. Yeah, so of course you still have to put you the same a, amount of fuel into the, into the plane to get from A to B. Unfortunately, Unfortunately yeah. yes. <laughs> Unless yeah, well, you want to buy more fuel efficient planes, but that's another topic. Um, so it's more about the, the, the processes that follow after that, or it's, like the upstream and downstream processes exactly. of the fueling processes, yeah, yeah. where you I, will make the savings, because for the first time, you have one centralized pro, um, database and one centralized yeah, yeah. Um, process. Except, yeah. I, I always like to call it it's some kind of indirect savings, right? Yeah. So you, you reduce um, fuel-related delays, so you, you save in, in terms yeah. of um, delay costs. Um, you have a better data quality, um, you, you avoid the risk of paying too much to the, to the fuel providers, so you have a, a, a saving potential there. Um, a streamlined process with a faster process, digital process, it's all indirect savings yeah. um, without being able to give you a figure, this um, yeah. saves you X, Y, Z money. Um, but there are there is a considerable uh, considerable amount of money you can save with that. Okay. But it's not related to okay. direct fuel cost. You have to put more effort into that after implementing such a solution. Exactly. Okay. So I guess then. Yeah. So okay. So at least now we have a. Let's say let's call it a foundation. You know, we presented the idea we want to talk about in this web show. Um, in the following weeks, we're going to go into more detail about the the bits and pieces of the idea and how to implement it. Uh, present just different success stories, and most importantly, we want to use that show to engage with you, our listeners. So, if you have any questions, ideas, inspirations for our next shows, if you want to engage with us, get in, start a conversation about the topic, everything, put them down into the comments, let us know what you think, 
um, because this show is really about engaging with you, get in, start a conversation about the future of the airline fueling pro fuel process and how we can reshape it uh, to make uh, the process more efficient more, and enable more cost savings. So for that, um, I can say nothing else but thank you for, for listening to our first, uh, first episode and see you guys in the next one. to refuel today is our second episode and again we're back with a pretty um, interesting topic for you so going a little bit more into detail about um, the, about the topics we talked about last time um, so first off um, a little recap to our last episode so we basically established our idea that we um, that we have to reinvent the um, the aircraft fueling process um, of the 21st century. So with that, we had the idea of that centralized communication hub to connect the airlines on the one hand, on the one side and the fuelers on the other side. Um, so basically, when you um, when you take another look at it, it's finalizing the digitalization of this process because already an airline has a has an IT system to, to manage the, their process on their side and we have the fueler on the other side that has another IT system. But, but they are not communicating those two systems. Um, so that's why a lot, of, uh, a lot of that process is still done manually by shouting, uh, shouting out of the cockpit, by handing over paper receipt and everything we talked about last, uh, last episode. So and with that help we can finally uh, connect the systems and enable a digitalized communication between the two parties. Um, and at the end of the episode, we talked more about the advantages um, of such a technology. And a lot of you uh, contacted us that we should go a little bit more into detail about those advantages. And so that's what we want to do today in our episode. So we um, we selected three different um, advantages such a system can have and we want to go a little bit more into detail about them to, to give you a real understanding of what your benefits are when implementing such a system. So for that, I again invited my colleague Ben uh, over here. Very good to be here again. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us again. Always a pleasure. Thank you. So. Um, I want to yeah just jump right in and start with the first fact. All right. Um, so we thought okay the first one is of course um, how can you save money with such a communicative mm -hmm. hub that connects airlines and fuelers. So right. we we picked out three. Let's just start with the first one, which is it? The delay costs, right? The delay costs. Exactly. <laughs> it was your choice to to start is, with whatever you wanted, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, I think it, it's one of the most important and interesting ones, mm -hmm. and probably it's it's important to say that the the advantages and, and benefits we're talking about are not things that came up in our mind, but they are really field proven and um, the input we received from from our clients. Um, so the delay costs, very interesting one. Basically, my, my favorite one. Um, as you know, we, we've implemented this, this digital hub in first step together with our launching customer Lufthansa. 
it's already some years ago, and um, they rolled it out basically on all of their European outstation, outstation step by step, and they did a very good analysis with regard to the delay costs. Um, so what they did is they analyzed how many delays are related to fuel, to the fueling process, prior to having that, that digital platform, and then after they've implemented it. And the, the, the numbers they, they came up with were really extremely, extremely surprising. Um, on average, they were able to, no, let's, let's rephrase that. Um, prior to the platform, they had on average delays, the number of delays that have been uh, related to, fuel, uh, to fueling process were about 2% of all delays. Mm -hmm. And they have been able, especially at the outstations, to reduce that, and now I'm asking you, what do you think? What was the result? Of course, I know it. Already. You know it already. <laughs> <is. laughs> okay. I give you the answer again. Well, yeah, it's it's it. When you first told me the fact, I was I was pretty surprised because actually, based on their analysis, they were able to cut down those delays to zero percent, to almost zero percent. Right. And it, it differed a bit from from station to station, course, but but, um, um, but the most astonishing fact about that is that it wasn't just a one-time thing. Right. They kept that level. Absolutely. For for um, for the month after their their analysis. Exactly. So it was an immediate uh, improvement. Absolutely. And the delay cost, yeah, basically, yeah, of, of course. They, they, they vanished. They vanished. <laughs> but of course, you know, it's, some people might now say, okay, it's just 2%. But you know that every single delay costs money now. Right. So every, every single minute, you yes. it's it's a considerable amount of money airlines uh, airlines um, spend on that. So it's it's really a, a lot of money they they save on an on an overall yeah. um, perspective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So thank you, Ben, for that for, the, for that insight. Um, I, I think it's it's up to the airline. Of course, um, yeah. it will be different for each airline, but you can do the math. Of course, yeah. um, how many delay uh, how many delays do you have that are few related on outstations? Yeah. Um, what's related to one delay minute? How do you calculate that for your airline? And then do the math. Um, so um, <laughs> do the math and uh, come up with a figure. Um, we're happy to hear that. What you could be able to to save. Yes. So perfect. Um, so that was fact number um, improvement number one. So we have the. The, the option to cut delay costs using such a communicative hub in the middle to finally digitalize the, the whole communication between the two parties. The second one mm -hmm. is what we call few related costs. That is more related to saying, okay, we have the fuel provider on, one, on, on the one hand side um, that at the moment has to drive to every, air, uh, to every aircraft no matter what. You know, because he expects that this that the plane has to be refueled. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, because there's no communication prior to the landing, you know, you just have an order uh, in place and nothing else. Yeah. There's no communication afterwards. So, of course, the the the, pro, the fueler drives to the uh, drives to the position and wants to fuel the plane, but in some cases, in, in um, where um, tankering might come in. The pilot already has enough fuel on board to make his return to his um, to, to to another airport. Right. Yeah. So no fueler is needed at that point. But of course, um, there's no communication in place that can tell the the fueler, okay, stay where you are. I don't need you. So exactly this is another aspect that can be changed with such a uh, digital hub because you um, the the pilot after everything is done 
at one airport can tell the fueler at the other airport, okay, I already have enough fuel, you don't have to come to my position. And the big advantage for you as an airline is that the, the, the fueler doesn't charge you for his, for his service to be at the, at the, at the position. position right? it's, it's, such a, it's, it's really such a simple, simple yeah. use case. It's um, just simply, I, simply saying, I don't need you. I don't need I you. Already have don't come to that need. position. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's really that simple. It's a, it's a function we, we've implemented a bit later into mm -hmm. that platform. And as you said, the pilot can basically send out a, a, a message at the um, destination airport or while being en route with using ACARS, send out a message to the, to the yeah. fuel provider and then it just knows, okay, I don't have to go to that position. And again, it's the amount of flights that brings the value. Um, you, have to look, you have to look at it on an annual basis, of course. Ex yeah. Exactly. It, of course, it also depends what kind of flights you're operating. If you're only operating long-haul flights, um, this whole tankering thing might not bring the, the biggest value to you. Um, but if you're operating a, a, a um, short-haul flight, um, this can really bring a lot of value. Again, we, we, we have some numbers for, from clients and depending on the network you're operating as said, um, you can calculate with, with savings that are at least six digit, uh, comes, uh, sums up to a six digit um, number, which again is a considerable amount of, 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 of money, um, especially in such challenging times. Every, every cent counts, so, um, yeah. and it's, it's just simple. It's really simple. I, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> no, no comments on that. <laughs> Nothing more. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. So the next and the last point for this episode is already um, we want to look at one of the, probably some people say it's still uh, the sexiest topic of the 21st <laughs> century. It's data quality, data analytics. What can you do with that? Um, in regards to your um, fueling data. So what can such a, a communication hub um, help you in that regard? Mm -hmm. So of course, as we already said, the communication at the moment is paper-based, shouting to each other, um, sign signing off receipts and everything. Now, th th so that's what it is right now. Because it's on paper, it's nowhere near a database <laughs> when, you, when, you, when, you, when you sign the document. So of course there has to be one person putting that into a database afterwards, so that their mistakes can happen. Right. Um, incomplete records, prob probably. Some maybe the, the one fueler has a pretty bad handwriting and <laughs> nobody can yeah. read it. Um, so of course those those uh, information are not put into the database. So it's your, your data set is basically incomplete. You can do nothing without it. it you can do nothing with it. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But with that hub, all the communication is finally digitalized right exactly. from the start. Exactly. Yeah. And we can, and we have that complete data set we can work with. And so, what do we do next? So, so, so what is the big advantage of having that? Not besides mm. saving that person who has to type the data in the <laughs> database a lot. Which of is strength. already, which is already, um, it's just first of all, it's a stupid task that a person has to sit there and go through papers and type in the, the numbers into a database. It's just a, a stupid task. Every airline should get rid of it. Um, but I think that the real advantages besides that is in the potential costs that occur in the downstream process. Mm -hmm. so of course, based on this whole fuel data, there are a lot of downstream process connected. Emission trading, this whole clearing, invoicing, and every mistake that is done when inputting the data manually leads to 
first of all, additional effort in each of the downstream processes. Yeah. And it's really effort. Um, this whole emission training, this whole invoicing, it's, it's a huge process. And if you're working with wrong numbers, it means a lot of rework to, to correct it. Yeah. And the second aspect is, and I was, it was quite surprising for me, um, the aspect of wrong invoicing. Um, Airlines do get, this was really surprising to me, um, from time to time wrong invoices from the fuel provider. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have a incorrect, incomplete database, you have no chance to really say, okay, this invoice is wrong or this invoice is wrong, because you just have to, okay, must mm -hmm. be the right one. Now, once this is digital, once you can really rely on the data quality, you can really do the, um, the, the, the check and tell the fuel provider, okay, this invoice is wrong, this one's wrong, this one's wrong, and finally, and this was surprising to me, save money with that. Just okay. by checking the invoice, by having the right database, the right data quality, finally you can again save simply money. Okay, crazy. It is it's crazy. Just, just, just data quality, yeah. And then, and as we talked beforehand, you can also enhance, as you said, with the, with the downstream processes, enhance the data you have about the fueling of process. Course and mix, mix and mash them with other data to see maybe the fuel efficiency of one fleet, one plane, one pilot of course, maybe. Of course. And even so, build your beautiful Tableau dashboards, other business intelligence softwares might apply here as well. Uh, sure. And uh, yeah, work out ways to, um, to improve your processes. So, so that's, yeah. of course, that's not something we can put a price tag on at the moment. No. Because for every airline, it, it might be different. So yeah. some, some airlines might already have pretty uh, optimized processes, some, some might not. They can, they can do huge improvements with that. Yeah. yeah. But I think most of the, 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 the advantages, the benefits we're talking about are really low-hanging fruits, right? Yeah. It, it, it's True. so simple. And when I talk to people outside, outside of the aviation industry, they, they sometimes can't believe that this is not happening already. Same. The, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's really so crazy. Um, that's, that's why we strongly believe is such easy to implement, easily to implement, and it's such enormous savings or benefits related to that, so yeah. why not go for it? Um, think about, you know, the, the investment you take is, it is. pretty pretty minimal yeah. as well. And this is, this is not about selling our product, as we no. always say, is go for another product, develop your own product, whatever you want to do, but just do that, because the savings are there, you just have to, to get that. Exactly. And so, those are the three points we want to talk about for this episode today. Um, one thing you might miss at the, you you might have we might have missed, but we didn't miss because we want to talk about that in the <laughs> next episode. Which let me is the chances such a system has in COVID times, COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, um, okay. it's 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 a huge challenge for airlines to mm -hmm. to uh, reduce the contact between um, between people in their processes. You know, right. make them uh, develop a hygiene um, protocol process. Mm -hmm. And we want really want to dive into that into in, in the next episode and give you some insights and even a real life a real world case study of one of our uh, fuelers that is really happy with the um, with the with the solution we implemented because it actually helped them to make their processes more COVID appropriate. <laughs> COVID. If that word exists, but it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs>
Yeah, so cool. th this is, uh, th that, that's it for today. Um, we will be back in two weeks with our next episode. You already know the topic. Um, if you have any other suggestions for topics for um, the show after the next one, put them down in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think. And yeah, thanks for listening and see you guys in the next one. Welcome back, everybody, to our next episode. It's the third one already. To the third one, right. third one of Refuel, uh, the web show where we talk about digital fuel management and nothing else. It's all about digital fuel management. Exactly. So, um, as we promised in our last episode, where we talked about the advantages of the presented solution, um, we want to dive a little bit deeper into a very current topic, and that is how such a solution can help you in the times of COVID-19 we're in at the moment. All right, so um, first off, we want to present you what are the advantages of such a solution in our current times and why our current times are the exact right times to implement such a solution if you haven't done it already. Um, so Ben, happy to have you again. Well, pleasure to be here, as always. As always, thank you. Um, so, as we talked about, about it in the last episode, so there are lots of advantages you can gain from implementing such a solution. And of course, one thing is um, we talked about improving data quality, improving, mm -hmm. um, cutting delay costs and everything, saving money in, in the long term. Right, right. Um, so we, we don't want to focus on those topics too mm -hmm. much in that episode, if you haven't watched the last episode, you could check that out, and where we go a little bit, into, uh, a little bit more into detail about the points I just mentioned. Um, but today, it's really about what, how, how does it help you cope mm -hmm. with the challenges, mm -hmm. the challenges, all right, um, COVID nineteen presented to airlines around the world. And um, as we already talked about it, um, the digitalization of the fueling process isn't complete at the moment for many, many airlines. For many airlines, definitely. Many, many airlines yeah. around the world. And uh, with our solution, we can definitely close the gap end-to-end -to, -end to digitalization, let's say. So the whole process right. Right. is finally digitalized. So, um, but, but what is your take on that? What, how can it help you that full digitalization in the times of COVID-19, especially looking at um, limiting personal interactions. Mm -hmm. All right, I, I think, first of all, of course, um, despite COVID-19, um, it always makes sense to dig uh, digitize your, your process. Um, we, we don't have to talk about that, and as you already mentioned, it's about gaining efficiency, improving process, and all that thing, yeah. which also, of course, helps you during the times of COVID-19, where all airlines have to save money, have to get more efficient, mm -hmm. and on and on. I think, but the, the, the point you mentioned, or you want to talk about, is more um, about the aspect of reducing the manual, the verbal contact um, during this whole yeah. fueling process. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I mentioned that in one of our last episodes, um, still at many, many, many airlines, the fueling process is about, or is a verbal process. Mm -hmm. Pilot verbally um, or as fuel, um, it's a manual process where you get the receipt after the fuel process is complete, you have to sign, so it's all, it's, it's all about personal interaction. Yes, yeah. And we, we all know personal interaction is one of the things nobody wants 
in a, yeah. in, a, in a pandemic situation. And from my point of view, this is the, the, the biggest asset or the biggest benefit a digital fuel solution brings with it. You can yeah. really entirely, completely eliminate any, and I'm already talking about any verbal manual process. It's yeah. completely, as you said, digitized. So it means no more screaming out of the cockpit no to more. the fueler. The fueler doesn't come into the cockpit asking for a signature. Right. You as a pilot don't have to hand in the receipt at the station so they can put exactly. it into their fuel database. Exactly. Everything is already done by yeah, basically typing it into, into your um, mobile app on your Right, there are different device of your choice. Right, there are different possibilities. A lot of our customers are using a, a mobile app, both yeah. on both sides, the um, the pilots, but also the, the um, interplane agents, mm -hmm. the fuel provider. Um, they can either use a mobile app. Um, some of the clients are using the the ACAS system of the the aircraft yeah. to do fuel orders, um, or also other system the airlines or um, fuel providers are using. So there are different possibilities, but they all have one thing in common. It's a digital solution. Either yeah. a, a mobile app or a system A B C D. Mm -hmm. It's mobile. Uh, it's 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 a digital. it's digital. Sorry, <laughs> it's digital, and, and this is the, the the most important aspect. Great. Okay. So finally, it 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 doesn't only help you to save money as we talked in the last episode, right. but basically you as a airline manager by implementing such a system, mm -hmm. you can take care of your staff. So, um, put, put, put them in a more secure situation, you know, in this, in this pandemic situation. You're right. Yeah. Right. And um, the, the thing is, we, we also talked about um, that to, with, with some of our customers, fuelers and airlines. Yeah. And um, as I heard, they're really happy with, with what, what they already have implemented before uh, the pandemic situation, because now they're completely equipped to handle the, the fueling process exactly they're in a completely digitalized way yeah. in a social distanced exactly they're they're really safe they're and completely they, safe and i think it's it's first of all of course it's about the the crew or the the fueling agent but but ultimately it's also about the passengers yeah and of course um pilots talk to, to the passenger or to the crew and the crew talks to the passenger so it's about the, the clients, about the passengers, but especially, of course, about, about the crew. The crew, yeah. Okay. And they can really, um, yeah, can mm -hmm. feel safe, um, which is probably the most important <laughs> aspect right, right now. now yes. um, probably even more important, maybe that's an interesting aspect. Um, even before the, the corona crisis, um, we talked to a lot of airlines mm -hmm. and they all told us, yeah, this, this makes sense, such solution makes sense, it makes sense to digitize the process, yeah, yeah. to gain efficiency, and so on and so on. Um, but this, this little aspect, this feeling safe aspect, is now even more important to many airlines than this whole... It excels everything exactly, around exactly. it. Yeah, it's just a, like the last drop, okay, now it makes sense. Now, now. we really need it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, now and, we should that, start that process. That, that, that's a feeling I get when talking, talking yeah. to clients at the moment as well. You know, that, yeah, even though saving money at the moment and becoming more efficient is, is great and is much needed, absolutely that safety that um, that safety health aspect yeah. is much more important to them. Definitely, well. yeah. definitely. Crazy to think that we needed it a is. pandemic to, to, to get to that point, <laughs> but you know it, it sometimes yeah yeah I think, take what you take what you get. Yeah, yeah I think um, 
we all know how, how um, hard the, the aviation industry is hit by the pandemic, but on the other side, another thing that um, it drives some necessary development that, that have been necessary before, but it's just the, the last drop now to, to drive that, 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 that improvement. Yeah. As you like to say, you know, the, the crisis doesn't create any problems, it only uncovers them. Exactly. And they're exactly. Yeah. 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 So, the, as, you, as you mentioned, the airlines who, who um, implemented such a solution prior to the crisis, yeah. they're now in a perfect uh, situation. They don't have to do anything yeah. and they can ensure that all the staff and, and, and crew are really absolutely safe. safe, safe yeah. Great. Okay. So that we have, have covered the, the advantages mm -hmm. um, you, can, you can currently um, uh, harvest from, from such a solution uh, in, in those testing times. But I also said in, in the introduction that we'll, we'll want to talk about why this is the right time to implement mm -hmm. it. Of course, we already talked about it because you want to keep your staff safe and everything else. Yeah. But why is it the perfect time to implement such a solution right now? besides what we yeah, already talked about. Um, it, it sounds weird or crazy uh, at first sight, um, because we also told that many, many potential clients that you should do that right now. Yeah. Um, of course, first of all, um, airlines tell you it's not the right time now to start a new project. Um, mm -hmm. we, we have stopped many projects, so why should we start now with this one here? Um, the point is that there actually has never been a better time to, to implement a digital fuel management system because the operation is, I wouldn't say, um, um, the, the operation is limited. Li <laughs> yeah, it's probably the right word. I was looking for that. <laughs> it's, it's extremely limited. Yeah. Um, we, we had some implementation projects prior to COVID, and it is super tough to implement such a solution when you have a busy operation with many flights and you know all the, the peaks and, and all that stuff. Um, right now, there are not that many flights. Um, stuff is available. And therefore, the, the implementation can be um, executed, can be can be finalized much much quicker than in, in normal times. Um, to, to give you a number for that, um, we've implemented with a with a large airline prior to COVID. It roughly took six to eight months mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Um, right now, we, we did that a couple of months ago. We did that um, during the the pandemic, and the the entire project was delivered within a time frame of one to two months. So it's crazy to think about that. Yeah. It's, it was the same project, yeah. but just um, very limited operations, yeah. stuff available, and of course there was the pressure to do that right now, for sure. That's it. Um, but I think, as you said, it's, it's the perfect time to do it because it's, it's much easier right now than during a, a busy operations time. Yeah, of course, because you have more 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 important stuff to do at that point, or yep, you you don't feel the urge to do it. To, to exactly, that, that exactly. That's what we talked about already. So Ben, thank you. For that, for, for those insights, and um, with that, we answered the question of um, why such a solution is needed during the times of COVID nineteen, and why this is why those are the right times to move forward with such a project right now. So that's where we end for today. So so this was the uh, third episode of uh, Refuel. Um, we're gonna be back uh, in two weeks' time and uh, focus on a topic that I will um, post on social media next week. Okay, yeah, a surprise! So a, little, a little sneak peek is going to be available in a week. Alright, uh, check it out. Check it out, so please, please, please follow us on all, um, all 
social media platforms so you don't miss any information on how we're going to move forward with this format. So Ben, thank you for being here once again and uh, hopefully you're going to be here many, many more times in the future. As uh, long as you invite me, I will be here. Okay. <laughs> so it's up to you. It's up to me. So. Great. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe put uh, put put it in the comments if you if you want me to invite him again. <laughs> be careful, guys. Be, be careful. careful. <laughs> um, so, but for now, that's it. Um, see you guys in two weeks. Um, I will keep you posted about the next episode. Until then, bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Welcome back to our fourth episode of Refuel, the web show that is talking about nothing else but digital fuel management. Uh, here we have our the, the newest part of our inventory, let's call it. <laughs> ben is here again uh, to talk about the next topic we want to cover today. Um, today, to give you a little recap, like, recap of what we talked about in the last episode. So, uh, first in the first episode, we gave you an introduction of, uh, we call it, what the hell is this all about? Then we talked about the advantages of our presented uh, idea. And in the last episode, we um, went into, into detail about the advantages such a, such a solution can have in the times of COVID-19, especially talking about cost savings and uh, limiting personal interactions. So basically we have a good setup for now. Yep. But now you're probably thinking, well, it sounds nice, but how do you do that? So today, our top and the, the topic of today's show is going to be okay. How can you implement a solution mm -hmm. to um, to um, to make use of all the advantages we okay. presented in the last two episodes? Okay. So that's makes sense. That's the idea of today. We're we're gonna um, pick an example airline. Let's call it ID Airline for, for, for today. And we're going to um, talk through their process, process of how to set that up. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it should be uh, universally applicable, what we talk about <laughs> now, and we're trying to do that as good as possible. So, ID Airline, they heard all of what we talked about. The, the famous one. The, 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 fa the famous ID Airline. Right. Um, and they heard everything we talked about in the last mm. couple of episodes and now they're thinking, oh, come on guys, sounds amazing, how do we do it right now? All right. So, what would be the first step they need to do? Would it, would it be an external step, an internal, where, where, where do they start? Mm -hmm. So, all right, I think that the first and, and actually most important step is to, to have a look um, on the systems you're using right now. Um, you remember that when we talked about the process, it is about sending fuel orders, it is about receiving um, the fuel slips and stuff like that. And as I said, the most important step is what systems are you using right now? Because you are already probably sending fuel orders, probably not, probably it's done verbally, yeah. probably not. Um, but definitely you have some systems um, where you calculate the yeah. amount of fuel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either some airlines use a um, solution on their um, EFB, electronic flight bag, mm -hmm. the pilot is doing that. Um, some common systems are, for example, Lido, uh, the flight planning system yeah. where you calculate the, the fuel amount. And so the first step would be what systems are you using? And here the important part starts, are those systems capable of sending out the required messages? Of course, so you need some kind of interface to communicate to the outside. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Yes. Okay. And uh, I think that the biggest 
unkraut issue, but the, 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 the decision an airline has to take is um, are the systems you're using are able to communicate with the available hubs or do you need to do some modifications, adjustments, mm -hmm. whatever it might be, in order to um, have a, a format of, of messages you can send out and um, communicate with the, with, the, yeah. um, with the hubs. Yeah, exactly. You know, that, that, that really ties back into what we said, uh, I think, in the second episode, that um, the idea we're presenting is focused on finalizing the digitalization of the fueling process. Exactly. Connecting airlines and, um, and, fueler, mm -hmm. and fuelers. So, as you said, the airlines already have most of, well, all of them have all some of them. kind of IT system in place that is yep. concerned with handling fuel orders in one way or another. So those are the systems you're talking about. So now they now just need a way to communicate to the outside. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we, we, we talked about that as well, about the, the, the mode of communication Mm -hmm. So some system might might use a proprietary scheme. Exactly. Might some might already use some kind of standardized um, scheme like ADIX from 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 Yata, right, or something right. else. Um, what, what would make it a lot easier to connect to one of the hub solutions out there? Yeah, yeah. I think most of the hub solutions I know, um, our own solution, but other other solutions yeah. are are based on this Yata standard, the, yeah. the ADIX. Um, that makes it much, much easier. Um, of course. Nonetheless, if you are, or if the ID airline is using a system that is not ADX um, compatible, it is not that big deal to change that because exactly. the, the information you exchange or the information you need are there. That's just that's about a, a data format you have to, to adapt. It's yeah. in, in, in current terms. From experience, it's, uh, sometimes it's uh, um, some kind of mapping is needed. Yeah. So, so you know, you have that. Outface, outgoing um, interface, and you need to establish a, 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 a transformation, a mapping exactly. from your exactly. proprietary screen scheme to uh, the standardized scheme that is used by yeah. the outside world. Yes, yeah. so it's not a big deal. It's just something which has to be done. But we are not talking yeah. about um, years and months to do that. No, 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 no. We, we, we know that from experience. Yeah. As you said, all the information is there. Exactly. Fueling but, is more or less the same everywhere. I think most of the most of the airlines are using quite common systems um, mm -hmm. in, in that context. Yeah. Lido, as I mean, is one of the exactly. I wouldn't call it standard, but a lot of airlines are using it. Saber, for example, another standard, and they are capable of, of uh, using the the IATA standard. So, mm -hmm. for most airlines, um, let's assume ID airline is also using Lido or Saber. Um, yeah. Therefore, it they're, they're of course an industry leading airline. Of course, so they're using it. <laughs> um, so okay, so then. We covered everything in, uh, on the inside mm -hmm. of the airline. So now, of course, there are two sides of the party to, to the party. Yep. So then, of course, we need to go to the fuelers, talk to them, and um, see what kind of system they're using. Ba basically, it, it's the same same uh, same thing over and over again. Right. So you need uh, so you need to talk to your fuelers at different airports. What kind of system are you using? Are you able to communicate to the outside? Yeah. What kind of scheme are you using? Are you able to um, uh, to connect to industry and um, to communication hubs that are already established right. in the industry? Right. Same, same thing. Procedure. Same procedure. And and here again, I think you you have the um, some big players like like BP, like Shell. Um, yeah. They are of course capable of communicating with uh, based on the IATA standard. Yeah. Um, if you are using some 
specific smaller fueler at certain airports, certain airports that, they that might that have sometimes to. is the problem where, where there's one yep. fueler at a smaller airport you may be flying to that they're maybe using a proprietary system and then right. a little more adjustment is, yep. uh, is needed here but yeah. in it, general it, it really always depends on the airport and which fuel provider are using at that specific airport, airport. Good. So from there, we have both sides covered. Right. So <laughs> we need something, as we said, to connect it. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, as we already mentioned, so there are established solutions in the mm -hmm. industry that are that are facilitating the communication mm -hmm. in using that um, standardized scheme. Yeah. Maybe something else mm -hmm. um, to let airlines and fuelers communicate with each other mm -hmm. to completely erase any uh, verbal um, verbal interaction, personal interactions and uh, yeah, paper-based receipts and yeah. everything. So it's all, it gets routed through, through those hubs mm -hmm. and uh, so you have a great data quality, you have no personal interaction and you have everything. You have everything you want in a fully digitalized process. Yeah, everything um, we want here at IBM. Exactly, exactly. So, so that that's your goal. That's yeah. what you want, yeah. especially in those times. <laughs> um, so from there, you ba you basically have the the um, the choice. Mm -hmm. Would you rather go for a, um, a solution you develop yourself, mm -hmm. or would you rather go for a um, established industry solution? Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, some airlines today might still say, but we totally not recommend doing that, going for a own solution because it takes so much time. It takes effort. Yeah. And um, I, I would say it's, it's, um, it depends on the goals the airline has. And, and yeah. actually on two things. First of all, um, and we, we hear that quite often from, from, from airlines when, when we talk to them, on their IT, let's say IT strategy, mm -hmm. are they um, yeah. focusing on, on, on standard products? They are happy to, to oh, go yeah. to the market, buy a standard product, product you go for it, it, have the support and everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But there are also airlines who want to do it themselves. Yeah. Um, they want to develop everything in-house. Um, this one um, decision they have to make. The other decision, I think this is even more important besides this IT aspect, yeah. um, if you are planning to use this approach at as many airports as possible, I would um, highly recommend to go for a standard product yeah. because that would mean that you have to do the work as an airline mm -hmm. to connect each and every single airport where you want to use it. Mm -hmm. If you're only going for one airport because you have a, a huge hub and 50% of your, your traffic is that you, you have your own ideas on how to work, Brilliant. how it should work. Exactly, you just have Maybe. to connect that one airport, yeah. it could make sense. Yeah. But I think that the, the real benefits of, of a digital fueling process starts with the more airports you can use that. Yeah. And immediately. Immediately, yeah. right. And, and I think the, the, the big advantage of the, the, the market solution is they, they bring a huge network. Yeah. Um, you connect your airline to that, to that hub and immediately you can use it on airport A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so you, you, you connect yourself and you join a network. That, exactly. That's, that's it's, the main it's, idea of using yeah. a, a industry solution. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's no longer about developing an IT solution. Yeah. It's about joining a, a, an available network and you, you just have to connect your system 
utilizing your strength. And that's it. And that's it, yeah. And as you said, you know, for, from experience, you know, um, that more and more airlines are now moving away from those proprietary in-house yeah. solutions towards a more market-focused uh, yeah. market yeah. uh, approach, right? Right. So, it makes sense because the, the, yeah. the advantages just, just grow the more airlines are connected to that, to yeah. that hub, Definitely. the more airports are connected, and every airline can make use of any airport that is connected by another airline. So you the don't network, have to do the all effect. the work, the network effect. Otherwise, go, yeah. if you go for a known solution, you have to do the work on your own at every airport. Yeah. And you maybe, can't do yeah. that. And maybe next time, you know, another member of the, uh, of, the, of the network is doing something, connecting another airport, so it's part of the network already and you can usually right. utilize it as well. Right. And I think, additionally, one thing um, airlines have to bear in mind is um, sometimes it's not that easy to connect a fuel provider at an airport if you're only operating two or three flights a day, because you just have, how to call it, the, the power to convince the fuel provider. Yeah. Um, the leverage. The leverage, right. Yeah. Um, but probably another airline who is also part of the network has the leverage at that airport because they have a hundred flights or exactly. more. Yeah. So again, the network effect is just um, so you can also cooperate within the network to to expand it even further. Yeah. That's, that's and, the and main. Idea. I think for, in, in that area, it is not about competition. Yeah. Um, it's just more about getting things Making done together, yeah. especially in those times uh, of COVID nineteen, where everybody wants to save money yeah. and wants to get more efficient. And then we can do it together to save even more money. Exactly. Okay, exactly. great. So thank you for those insights because, you know, now I, I might want to stop here right now because I think that network idea mm -hmm. is something that deserves a whole, yep. uh, a whole yeah. episode of Refuel. Absolutely. So we might save the, like, the bits and pieces of Sorry that. Sorry for digging into No, no, it, it's, it's all good because it's, uh, it's, it's a nice sneak, uh, sneak preview <laughs> for, uh, for what's, what will come in two weeks' time. Right. Um, so for now, we're, we're going to stop here. Um, Maybe one thing you, that, that comes into my mind. Another thing to add. Okay. No, no, I, don't, I, add, I add a question because I, okay. I can imagine that um, people who are watching that show, um, people from airlines who are watching that show, um, also have the question, if they go for a market solution, how long does such a process take? They're not going to develop it on their own, but just go out and take more. What is your experience with that? Of course, we you yeah. can just talk based on our product, but I guess it's not that different. It's not. It's not different because um, yeah, the the, the 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 idea behind it, behind the system is very much the same. So we we know that uh, we all know that doing an in-house development can take half a year, a year, maybe longer, with everything included. It it takes a lot of time yeah. because other projects are more more relevant, and uh, yeah. So it's it it is. Time-consuming, mm -hmm. at least. Let's oh, say. Yeah. yeah. So, but if we look at the at the um, at the industry um, solutions that are out there, talking about our product for now um, only, um, we know that um, let's say we're, we're currently in an implementation project uh, with an airline and a fueler in uh, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So this project started two weeks ago um, with the, with the airline and the fueler, and uh, we're already. So close to, uh, okay. to 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 completion to completion because you know okay. the airline was a member of the of the network already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we we did all the customization and configurations there, and that is done. And now we're talking to the fueler, to their fueler. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we, there we basically just need to um, do that what we talked do what we talked about at the beginning, um, do the mapping and connecting their system to our mm -hmm. to to the hub. 
So okay. that, that's everything we need to do. But the airline doesn't have to do anything in that case. They we just have to, to wait. No, they really, at the moment, they just have to wait All right. till, the, till the fuel is ready and sending over the messages. And then we need a little configuration and maybe All a right. week of testing or a few days All right. and everything is set up. Because then we, we, just, we simply need to configure <laughs> who's going to receive which message. Yeah, so that's really a really question of weeks. It is weeks, you know, and, and I think that's the most important takeaway. We're not talking about months of years anymore, yeah, we're talking yeah. about weeks. And that's, that's, that's the point. Especially when, yeah. when you think about the, the last episode where we talked about COVID. Um, you, you don't want to, to, to wait exactly. three, four, five, six months or a year. Um, you want to do something exactly. right now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and to add on that, even connecting the airline mm -hmm. itself mm -hmm. was a job that was done in under a month. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's really quick. So, so they, they, they it just, just, just for reference, let's say. Mm -hmm. So it's from now on, we're talking about weeks All right. and no longer about months and years. So that's maybe another... Definitely much faster than uh, developing something in-house. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So, um, so with that, we, uh, we will end today's episode of Refuel. And um, as I said already, we want to pick up on that network idea mm -hmm. and cool. maybe even on the, on the implementation side as well in the next episode. Um, but for now, thank you very much for listening again to our fourth episode of Refuel. And uh, we will keep you updated about, every, uh, of, about any uh, updates on social media. So please follow us. Um, maybe put some, uh, put, some, put some of your words in the comments. Let us know what you think. And until then, thank you, Ben, for being here again. Pleasure as always. See you guys in the next episode. So, welcome back everybody to another episode of Refuel, the web show that talks about nothing else but digital fuel management. We're already in episode, you can say. Number five today. And as you can see, as in the previous four episodes, Ben is here again with me. Thanks I'm for joining. I'm still here. <laughs> You're still here. I, I sit here the whole week and wait for, for this glorious this, episode. This time. And as promised, it's going to be another glorious episode. It, yep. So, sure. um, as we did uh, in the last couple of episodes, so we, uh, we gave the audience a quick introduction. Mm -hmm. Then we focused a little bit about, a uh, little bit on COVID. Right. On yeah. how to deal, um, on how digital fuel management can help you in those times. And to follow up on this, we talked about on how to implement that, uh, on how to implement a fully digitalized um, fueling solution right, right now. So, yep. so to give, you, give them a real hands-on implementation guide, basically. Um, on how to move forward in the future. So, what, what's on the agenda for today? So this curious. Curious. <laughs> this time, it is another very important topic that maybe um, took a step back, but it's, mm, it, it, it has never lost its actuality. Okay. Um, and that is the sustainability of All right. the aviation uh, industry, of aviation in general. Yep, yep. So, um, as we know, this is, a very, this is a very important topic for all of us. Everybody's talking about, on how, uh, about how um, the aviation industry can get more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Because it, is, it has the image of being a, uh, a huge influence on, on the climate change and everything yep. else. Yep. So, of course, first thing um, to mention is that so the, so the pressure is on. That uh, airlines need to improve 
uh, in that regard and to, to become more sustainable in basically every regard yep. that, yep. Is, and, and that, that is out there. And, and I think that, that despite COVID-19, or it, I would say it's, it's even more critical. I, I know that that sounds a bit weird, but it's even more critical than the current pandemic, at least in the long run. Of course, oh, definitely. right now everybody's try to, to, to survive, to deal with, with COVID-19, yeah. but in the long run, I think. But after that, you know, it's... It's yeah. back on, on the agenda, it's, it's back on, yeah. Yeah, so so there's basically no time to waste here. Because, right. as, as you said, it, it will be, as soon as COVID, uh, yeah. The curve flattens. The curve flattens, let's Hopefully. say, exactly. Yeah. Um, sustainability is going to be the number one uh, topic. I think, yeah, definitely. And, and so it's never, never a mistake to talk about that. Uh, at the moment to, mm -hmm. to, to get a head start, basically. Yep. So, um, but as we are focused on the digital fueling process in the show, we want to take a little closer look at how this topic can help mm -hmm. airlines improve mm -hmm. their, um, their sustainability. Because, of course, um, there are many ways you can approach that topic. Yeah. Yeah. And all of them basically are needed, I, I would say, because it, 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 you, you need a holistic approach in the end Absolutely. To, to, to make your airline more sustainable. Yep. Um, and of course, the first thing with fuel, with uh, fueling is, well, it might not be the number one <laughs> topic that comes to your mind when you talk about sustainability. Yep. Because in the end, you still need to fuel a plane to get from A to B, and that's the the main aspect of the whole business. Yep. So that's why you earn yep. the money with. Um, and of course, that at that point, the first thing that comes to your mind is buying more fuel efficient planes. Right. Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Yep. But today, um, we don't want to talk about this, but how digital fuel management mm -hmm. can help you maybe be sustainable in a different way or save fuel in another way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, how would you personally approach that topic? So, where are the different aspects where um, airlines can move towards a more sustainable future when looking at digital fuel mm -hmm. management? All right, I think, first of all, um, as, as you mentioned, it, um, when, when airlines think about or start to discuss digital fuel management with that, the, 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 the idea of sustainability is not in the foreground. Yeah. Um, for them, it's about streamlining processes. It is about cost saving and all that things. Um, and, and some of them are quite um, surprised when we bring that topic to the table. Mm -hmm. There's there some, some potential yeah. to become more sustainable. And also, as you said, it's just one, one measure. Airlines need a holistic approach with probably hundreds, thousands. I, I don't know how many different measures and, 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 and steps to become more sustainable. This is just one. Yeah. Um, but let's let's get into get into the details. What, okay. What's what's behind that? Um, I think there are three. Let me think. Three essential cases um, we mm -hmm. can discuss how digital fuel management can contribute to, to a more sustainable future. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first one, and this is. Pretty straightforward. When we discussed that with the airline, it's really ah, you're right. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, it is about the elimination of paper. Okay. And you know that uh, you're the, the, the head of fuel. Um, when when looking at a traditional fueling process, yeah. there are it is manual, it is paper based. There we go. Yeah. And there are hundreds and thousands pieces of paper that are generated 
every year. And actually, we did the math. Yeah, and wasted in it, that and process. It's, it's wasted. That process, yeah. And we, we calculated that based on the number of flights and the airlines and on and on and on. And we came to the result. I think this, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty new to reality. Let's call it that way. It's yeah. not good. <laughs> it's pretty new to reality that on an annual basis, a bit more than 300 million pieces of paper are wasted with a traditional fueling process. Okay. 300 million. million pieces of receipts, slips. Exactly. Invoices, receipts, everything. fuel orders, everything, yeah. and, and a copy, and a copy of the copy, and a copy, you know. Uh, For uh, the books. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. 300 million. It's a, it's a huge amount. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I can't imagine how many pieces of paper that is. So we, we try to, to make it more tangible. <laughs> um, and um, we, we um, calculate how many trees would you need to produce that amount of paper. Yeah. And we found out that you need approximately 15 to 20,000 trees every year to produce that amount of wasted papers. Yeah. So in other words, airlines are killing, mm. sorry for the word, but it's the, it's the case. They are killing 20,000 trees every year yeah. for useless, this, needless, this. Yeah, pieces, pieces of paper. paper. You know, it, 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 it's a big number already that can be easily saved, Absolutely. right? So, and, and, and it's not a, um, that it's, it's not the case that you're at the same time uh, making your process worse. You're improving it because you're digitalizing it. It's, 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 uh, it's, a it's win -win. more like a, yeah, it's a win-win. It's, it's a side effect. It's yep. a positive, yep. it's the most positive side effect Absolutely. that you can think about. Absolutely. So, okay, so that's, that's point number one. That's, let's, let's say case, Case yep. study number one, yep. where you um, where you can make on on how digital fuel management can make um, your airline more sustainable. Right, first small step of it's, it's, as it's you said, a hundred thousand steps uh, of airlines course. have to take but, but in I the think future. Every step counts, and as yep. you said, it's a step. You don't need to put any additional effort into it. You you're digitizing yep. your fuel process, and voila, there we go. You save the trees. It's only one of three, three. as you said. Right. So, now let's talk about the second one, and um, this is pretty much linked to um, one thing I think you, you mentioned in the last or the episode before, prior to that, I'm not sure, um, about the tankering flights and that in many cases still the fuel provider sends out a fuel truck mm -hmm. to aircraft, although it's a tankering flight and no fueling is needed, is required. Yeah, we talked about that. That, that means, mm -hmm. as, as we discussed, that fuel truck drives to the aircraft Captain tells the, the fuel driver, nope, sorry, need you. Need you. and the fuel truck drives back. Yeah. Or sometimes even two or three fuel trucks, yeah. and it depends on the flight. So totally, totally, totally unnecessary fuel truck movements. Yeah. And? Burnt fuel. Exactly. Burnt fuel. <laughs> Again, we did some calculation, yeah. and, and the result we found out that approximately, you've got, it's not the, the perfect number, but mm -hmm. approximately seven 0.5 million fuel truck movements are unnecessary. Again, on an annual basis, 7.5 okay. million. Let's take for example one or two kilometers for each yeah. fuel truck movement. So it sums up to 7.5 or 15 million kilometers wasted fuel truck movement. And you know, fuel trucks are no um, small. I don't know, minis or smart um, cars. Yeah, um, they they need. Quite amount of fuel. I'd say so. Maybe not the most uh, environmental friendly filter systems and exactly. everything. Exactly. So, you, so you burn a lot of fuel and you pollute the air. 
exactly. at the same time. And it's, and it's really, it's so unnecessary. Again, it's right. driving, driving back and yeah. nobody needed that, that, that movement. So and with that digitalized process, you can eliminate Exactly. And as we talked about, if, yeah. if the, the, the fuel driver uh, gets informed, it is a tankering flight. Mm -hmm. He, she don't have to drive to the to the aircraft, and makes life for the fuel truck driver easier as well. It makes life easier for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and again, as a side effect, yeah. you save such an enormous amount of fuel just by doing nothing. You know that. Yeah. That's always, that's, that's, yeah. You don't this, have to do anything. This time you basically do less work and you do something good. With it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. So again, yeah. the same as for the paper, um, it's a nice side effect. Another side effect, yeah. And really a small step to help um, improve sustainability of, of an airline or the, the yeah. aviation sector in, in, um, on, a, on a global, okay. from a global point of view. Crazy how you think, like the, 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 those are not the points that come to your mind right away when thinking about right. digital fuel management. Same thing as maybe sustainability might not be the first thing you think about. Yep. Um, but as you see, um, with, with that bigger step, there are a lot of smaller side effects besides just saying, okay, now I have a fully digitalized fueling process. Right. You, right. You, you get more out of, more out of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there's another one. There's another one. It's, it's a bit more tricky. I, I don't have a um, precise number for that. No, so, so no calculations. No calculation. Um, okay. I think every airline has to do that calculation on their own because it's a bit more tricky. Um, but I can give you the idea of it. Um, I think in, in episode one or two, we talked about the, the, the general benefits of mm -hmm. digital fuel management. And one of it, um, we, we talked about the reduction of fuel-related delays. And we, we had that case that one of our clients, um, as, a, as, a, um, as an average, reduced the number of fuel-related uh, fuel delays down to zero. Mm -hmm. In former times, they had 2% yeah. of the delays were related to fuel. Now they cut it down to zero. And we have similar results from other, other clients too. So that means, again, by digitizing the fueling process, you reduce the delays. Now the thing is, every delay costs money and every delay, or most of the delays, burn more fuel because fuel is one part of the money you have to spend on the delay. Exactly. Either you're taxing on the apron, you have to wait with, with the engines mm -hmm. running, you have a longer flight, whatever it might be. Probably not in every delay case, but for, for many, many delays, you burn fuel. So and with fewer delays means fewer burned fuel. Exactly. Yeah. Fewer delays means fewer burned fuel means a positive contribution to sustainability. But in this case, every airline has to do the math. How many fuel-related delays yeah. do they have? How many fuel do they burn? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a bit more tricky, but still, um, I'm pretty sure we are talking about a humongous amount of, um, of fuel that is, again, yeah. wasted here. Maybe, maybe, maybe even the biggest of the three well, probably. could be. Yeah, but, but could as be. you said, um, Every airline has to calculate for the, that for, for themselves. Yeah. It's, it's from, a, from an airline point of view, it's, I think it's definitely one of the, the most essential parts because yeah. it's really a direct saving of, of delay costs and yeah. fuel costs. And yeah. again, as a super side effect, save viewers or improve the sustainable planet. Save the, actually saving yeah. the planet, yeah. probably not the entire planet with this step. It's a small step. Again, it's, yeah. it's everything I think, this is what sustainability is about. Mm -hmm. Doing a lot of small steps, but yeah. Altogether, it really helps to, to, to make a huge step forward. That's it, yeah, okay. As, as you said, I think that, that's really one of the biggest because you're not only improving your, improving the, with the digital fuel management, you're not only improving your sustainability indirectly as a side effect, but yeah. you're improving your process quality um, and, and, and cutting delay costs, something we talked about in exactly. previous episodes. Exactly. Also, basically as a side effect, 
Yeah. It's, it, yep. you, you, you do nothing else for that. Yeah. You just move towards yeah. a fully digitalized uh, fueling solution. Yeah. Absolutely. I think this yeah. is really the, the most interesting part of it. You, again, you don't have to put in any additional effort, any additional money, yeah. any nothing. You implement this digital fuel management because you want to get more efficient, you want to save costs, and on and on and on. And eliminate paper, eliminate unnecessary fuel track movements, and reduce your, your, um, the, the fuel um, that is related to, to fuel related yeah. laser. Crazy. Crazy if you think about what, 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 are the, what, are the, what are the effects of implementing such a, yeah, um, a, a solution that simply drives your airline towards the future and what, what, how you can benefit from that in yeah. multiple ways, yeah. as we just uh, presented. Um, so thanks for those insights, first of all. But I heard there's one more thing that we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanna, know what you mean. So you want to give a little bit more insights on that because I think it's a pretty cool uh, idea. I, I can do that. So um, for for us to, to to be very frank on that, sustainability wasn't the the initial idea when we started with our product. Very frank on that. We we wanted to do to do business. We wanted yeah. to build a network. That's it. Um, and of course from. Um, step step by step, we, we also discovered the sustainability aspects which we've just talked about, yeah. um, and we 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 really we we, we love that idea of driving sustainability. Mm -hmm. But it is one thing to help airlines to improve on, on their side, but we wanted to do a bit more. Yeah, that's why we we initiated some kind of a let's call it initiative or program, um, and we say with every tree. Coming back to the paper process, yeah, yeah. with every tree we save at an airline, we plant another new tree. That means, well, once every airline in the world is using a digital fueling mm -hmm. process, we've saved 20,000 trees on an annual basis, and we will plant another, or we will have planted another 20,000 trees in our personal company forest. In our basically. company forest, <laughs> wherever that might be. Um, yeah. But I love the idea just to, to, to give something back also. Yeah. Um, Really cool. Not only to help, yeah. but to actively do something. So, in, in, in altogether, yeah. we, we basically talk about 40,000. And make it all, everything a little bit more tangible, you know? That, that, Definitely. That, that's really the, the, the biggest effect of and, that. And yeah, actually, that. everyone here at, at Information Science loves the idea. It's not just about selling a, a product, it's yeah. about, okay, we, we're trying to, to do something for the environment, we, we save trees, and how is it going with, with planting the trees? Where is our forest? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a cool yeah. idea. Really, really cool. Let's see if let, we let's see <laughs> let's see if we reach the forty thousand and how, and how it, quickly we do that. It depends also on you guys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but for now, I think we can close uh, close the episode on this so. very interesting topic and um, amazing initiative. So, thanks again, Ben, for being A part pleasure. of this episode. And uh, thank you guys for, uh, for listening to this episode. Um, sorry for the little delay, as this is already on, uh, as, this we, as we recorded this on Monday, because last week it was a little bit busier than usual. Uh, I know it sounds weird, but it was. Um, so we didn't uh, have time to record uh, the episode. So sorry for the delay, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, yeah, see you guys in two weeks. Cheers, bye-bye. Till then, bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it 
really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.